Well, hello, this is Laurie Handlers, and you are listening to Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. And I'm so glad to have you back. I'm so glad to be back. And I greet you in peace. Om Shanti Shanti Shanti, which literally translated means, I greet you, I salute you, I salute the divine in you, and I bring peace. Well, teenagers, teen sexuality. Teen sexuality, this is possibly one of the hottest topics today. Schools only get federal money if they promote the abstinence curriculum. And maybe you remember we dealt with that a few weeks ago when my, when my guest was Heather Simonson. She told us about how she couldn't even talk to teenagers about condoms or pregnancy prevention or disease prevention because the only thing the schools would allow her to talk about was just say no. So what do we do? What do we do for teenagers? How do we help them in their teenage years, which I don't know if, you, if it was so, as rough for you as it was for me. I thought that was one of the strangest periods of my life. And I, I mean, with all those hormones racing and all the things going on in my life that were new and exciting. So how can we deal with teenagers? How can we deal with their moods? How can we deal with their motivation or lack of motivation? How can we deal with their sexuality, which is really all over the place? It shows up as pimples on the face and then shows up as other things, you know, wet dreams and craving chocolate. And I could go on and on about all of that. How does Tantra come into play in the lives of teenagers? How could it possibly influence the lives of teenagers and perhaps make life a little bit more easy for people in this age category. Well, my guest today is Lisa Smith-Horowitz. Lisa is a New York State licensed massage therapist and business owner of Healing Waters Massage Artistry in Ocean Beach, Fire Island, New York. Lisa also goes by the name of Lisa Ah Waters, and she's going to She's going to talk a little bit about that today, too. How did she get that name? She's a light energy healer. She's the creator of the Wave Breath Massage Artistry Technique. And she's the mother of two passionate basketball-playing teenage boys. So she, she, not only does she mother these two boys, but she mothers all their friends. Anytime you would go into Lisa's home, you would find a menagerie of teenagers. It used to be just the boys, but as her teenage boys progressed, it became a lot of girls, too. Like, they come to her place. They come to seek out Lisa because of who she is, who she is to them. And so we're going to find out how Tantra has influenced her and how it's influenced her in being able to influence teenagers. So, Lisa, hi. How are hi, you? Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm so happy to have you on my show. I'm so happy to be here with you again. It's great. Yeah, it's great. So, okay, Lisa, so you're a massage therapist, and you own this Healing Waters Massage Artistry in Ocean Beach, Fire Island, New York, but you don't really massage the kids. I mean, no. you may massage your own kids, but that's not really how you influence. And, by the way, you're an amazing massage artist. Thank you. Um, but we're talk today we're talking about teenagers, teenage sexuality, their moods, their the ability to influence them and you have your own unique take on that. 
So how 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 can we connect this with your practice of tantra and and how did this start? This this you know your way of raising your boys. Hmm. Wow. Um, well, it started with my own my own healing. You know, all the way back when I I entered into you know my own search for for finding why I was so in bad relationships and um, unhappy and, you know, um, from a young teen to a, to a young adult. Um, so I, I navigated through to getting to a, uh, a psychotherapist who did body work, who was a body worker, and um, she worked with the breath and uh, um, bioenergetics, core energetics, so she connected what was going on in the body to the emotions. And that to me was just like the light bulb moment for me. Sure. So that's, um, a, that's like a tantric moment. She may not have called it that, but she, it sounds like that she was smart enough to realize that what was going on with you was not just in your mind. Absolute tantric moment. We didn't know it then, but we know it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, along the path, you know, led to from each, you know, each, teacher you know to you at a certain point when I was ready to you know um, look at Tantra to peek at it because it had such a stigma around it for me um, you know uh, and that you were a safe person a safe adult to um, to journey in the work with so Knowing what I what, what I was able to pull up from my own body, what I had stored as a teen, as a, a young adult, and wasn't able to, um, you know, articulate my feelings, uh, what I traveled through, I, it just became so passionate to me watching my kids grow up and watching them go through their own battles and heartaches and heartbreaks and and their friends and I, you know, I just. Uh, I see how it's healed me, and whenever I can impart to the kids, whether it's through the breath work, you know, I, I practice the ancient breath of presence, the ah breath, Lisa Ah Waters. That's how that came to be. Um, and yeah, I, I love that. I totally love that. <laughs> I've taught that. I've taught that in in the schools um, when I've been asked by. Uh, many of my friends who happen to work in the schools will pull me in um, and, you know, whether I do chair massage on the kids, believe it or not, in public school and teach them the ah breath and teach them about it. They come off the chairs, especially the boys, just blown away by it. Um, you know, they're making contact with a deeper place inside, and it, it's just I've, I've taught them how to throw the basketball with the breath. I've taught them how to hit the the baseballs with the breath. So, you know, bringing it in with something that they love, you know, a sport, bringing Tantra into um, into sports. I this is my passion. Basketball season is my my crazy passion, and I am I'm just longing to bring bring all of this onto the basketball court. <laughs> I love it. Let's go back for a minute though before we start sure. this. When we say ah. When we're talking about this ah breath, because people are not going to, you and I know. Right. You know, and I know, because I not only are we friends, but I've been on your table before. I've taken the breath. So let's do, let's have a moment of the breath, where you teach the breath so that everybody listening can get the breath. Okay, great. Um, 
What we're going to do is it's a it's a wave breath. It's the rhythm of the waves going in and out of shore. It's a very what we're working with is the water energies in the body, being that our uh, bodies are made of anywhere from seventy to eighty percent water. So where the water energy is not flowing in fluid is where we have trigger points or um, held, stored trauma, stress memory. And as those that stress or trauma memory builds, it becomes explosive. And we, what we want to do is is use the breath to activate the energy moving again where it's been blocked to get a flow going. We get balance going in the body, and we don't want to get sick. So we want to. We really, when the when the energy is held for so long, we we it tends to break out in the in the physical physical body in a in form of illness, disease. So we want to we want to really actively every day consciously breathe. Bring bring the breath. This is the ancient breath of presence, bringing you out of the past, bringing you out of the future, where agitation, worry, fear, all those things that aren't really really there. They're just they're energy drainers. We want to bring right. you present in your body. So um, what you're going to do is just emulate a drooling jaw. The, the jaw that when you're falling asleep on a plane or train, relax, drooling jaw. And you're going to bring the breath in through the mouth and out through the mouth. It's, it provides for a very deep belly breath, full body breath. And it's the rhythm of the waves going in and out of shore. So just take a deep breath in. Wave goes out, and the breath goes out, and on the out breath is ah. <sighs> Try one more time. Wave goes in, the breath goes in. about you but I feel completely relaxed with that (laughs) that was great that was great Lisa it's so simple so simple it's that's the thing it's so simple and had I been taught that as a a child or a young teen oh my gosh I think my life would have I don't know I was supposed to be where I was supposed to be at the time I was supposed to be so I think it's all good but I'd like to part this in the school system god Teaching tantra in the school system as a part of the health curriculum, science curriculum? Wow. Or sports. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, tantra is very simple. It's only it's made up of three things. Breathing, movement, and sound. It, it sounds so, it's all it's all amazingly simple and yet why is it not being taught? I, why I listen. Because we're not because we're still it's 2010, and we're still in an age where people are in denial of the body, where the body, based on religion, is is uh, not sacred, they think. But we have made our bodies sacred, and so we're changing things. And I love that you're changing things with teenagers because mm-hmm. it's, it's so important. Listen, do you remember when, uh, I think it was John McEnroe, it might have been, maybe it was that person before him, I can't remember. Uh, Jimmy Connors. One mm. of them started making noise when they were playing tennis. Mm. I, I think they would, John Macro. I think yeah, he he'd go up to the tennis. net and he'd go, ah, oh. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh. every time he hit a forehand or a backhand, he would he would scream out. Right. And then the the whole new rash of tennis players after that started to make sound. 
Before that, it wasn't permitted. It was kind of like a burp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're not allowed to do that. Yeah, and everyone, I, I, I always remember feeling very self-conscious about sound. And now that I work so much with sound vibration and feel the, I remember being in a tantra class of yours and um, we did a walking meditation and it was at a time where I just couldn't quiet myself. And even knowing all the tools I have in my bag, I just didn't remember how to quiet myself at that given time. And and you did some sound sound techniques and it really like stilled my mind it was so powerful and uh you know between the breathing and the sound vibration and um and the movement uh we can change the world really uh, really uh, really 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 well we're gonna we're gonna pause here for a moment and take a little break uh if you just tuned in you're listening to tantra cafe a program for spiritual enlightenment i'm laurie handlers your host you can Find me by going to Laurie at ButterflyWorkshops.com. Lisa and I today are talking about her passion for teenagers and their plight, especially their moods, their motivation, their sexuality, being in the body. How can they improve their sports, their schoolwork, everything by being okay with their body through the breath? So we'll be right back with Lisa Smith-Horowitz. Wondering what book you should read to jumpstart your sex life and increase your happiness? Please try my book, Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy. This short, easy-to-read book will make you laugh at yourself and possibly even make you cry as you discover my tantric secrets for happiness and how they apply to you. In the book, I begin with the tenth law, Make Love in the Unknown, and then work you all the way through laws one through nine to teach you how to be in the unknown fresh in every moment every day sex and happiness puts the innocence and love back into sex and gives tantra the respect it deserves it's only 19.99 in paperback and 14.99 ebook go to sexandhappiness.com to order your copy of sex and happiness by me laurie handlers that's sexandhappiness.com Okay, we're back, and my guest today is Lisa Smith-Horowitz, who's a massage therapist and the owner of Healing Waters Massage Artistry in Ocean Beach, New York, which is on Fire Island, the Island of Fire. And Lisa and I have been friends for years and years and years. We've done Tantra together. She allowed me to be her teacher. And she has taken the things that she learned throughout her life and the things she learned from Tantra and put them into the raising of her two teenage sons, and pretty much the raising of all their friends. It's not that they don't have parents, but most of the time they're at Lisa's. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, tell me, tell me some, if you could, some some personal experiences that you've had with each of your boys. Your boys are named Peaceful Sullivan and John Sullivan, and. <laughs> They're, they're challenging. They've been challenging boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wh- how have you used some of this breeding and these techniques just with them? And then we'll talk about how you used it with their friends and what you, what your plan is to take over the schools. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's much easier to talk to and use the techniques with their friends than it is them because okay, I, I am of course their mother. <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, opposition, opposing mother, opposing parent. 
Um, ah, mostly, I think I get through them through their through their friends. Uh, different scenarios. Um, Peaceful's friend Joey had a fell on the uh, fell on the basketball court at night in the rain and lightning, and we rushed off to the hospital. And you know he had to have stitches, and we were in the, all night in the uh, emergency room. And I was I was doing Reiki energy healing on him, and 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 breathing with him as he was getting the stitches. Finally, at four o'clock in the morning, and. Um, it was interesting because I actually even had the head doctor come over and acknowledge, like, he couldn't believe the energy that was going on in our particular bed. <laughs> uh, but Joey, Joey, through that night, um, there was a bonding that went on between us, and there was a trust that was uh, invoked, I would say, um, that hadn't been there before. And I, I took a picture of his uh, laceration. It was huge, a huge bump a huge whatever um sent it to his mom and uh we saw him a month later for his graduation and no no you know just talking in conversation with his rabbi uncle and his father was telling me that his his grandfather was the you know medicine man of the tribes in africa wild wild conversation but his mother said oh you're you know you're a witch <laughs> what do you mean what are you talking she starts laughing <laughs> you know, uh, the next day when I looked at Joey's bump, there was only like three, four little blue dots. And um, there was nothing, you know, there's like nothing going on there. I said, oh, you know, Jen, you you can do that. Everyone can do it. It's, just, you know, running energy. And, and Joey, right. Joey did the breath work with me as he was so sh- frightened by the needle. I said, that's the worst part of it. But through their friends activating the energy within their friends and the love they have for their friends and trusting that their friends, you know, their friends wouldn't go for this if it wasn't, you know, something for real. Um, I think I get through to my kids or if they're very ill when they're very vulnerable, that's the moment. Isn't that the moment when we all sort of turn over to spirit? We, we look to spirit, you know, when we've forgotten, you know, please help me, please help me. I, right. I think, you know, for my, my son, John, um, with his asthmatic bronchitis and um, his, you know, his basketball career and and that his lungs not being a strong point, we've often, you know, I've, I've done Reiki energy healing with him and, and, and prayer and, um, and he's seen the power of, of, uh, you know, all the work that I've done, whether it's through Tantra or energy healing i mean it's tantra is energy healing so it is it's you know there's no separation it's just i know things are called different things by different people to you know for different markets but does john use any of this uh does he use the uh breath i mean john there's a possibility possibility that john's going to be a known basketball star there is a possibility here you don't have to say it i i know if i say it i'm not jinxing anything right so he really is coming into his own in basketball and does he use this breath any of this breath stuff in his basketball and when he's trying to go for a free throw or whatever when he's at the when he's at the foul line and he is known for his foul shots, they try to they try to um, foul him. And they this last 
couple of games before he he clinched the game with his foul shots. He breathes at that foul line, and you will often hear me yell out, "Breathe it in, <laughs> breathe it <laughs> in, John." <laughs> so I'm not shy. At, I'm not shy at those basketball games. I even have some of the people, some of the people yelling, "Breathe it in now!" So <laughs> I haven't I haven't gotten to um, to coach his coach yet. I have coached a few of John's coaches in this, and they're all, one, very open to it, um, but, you know, we're still breaking through the barriers of uh, the old school, the old, uh, you know, um, Marine boot camp coaching style. So there's, a, you know, <laughs> I'm... Plus, I'm plus you got a lot of ego. I mean, anybody who's coaching what? people has a lot of ego there. I mean, they're clearly being paid to be the coach, so their ego's on the line. And yeah, if, well, if, this, if this beautiful mother of two comes up trying to tell them about something new, and clearly now they don't know you were in the Air Force, Lisa. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in charge the time I was there. <laughs> That's right. They don't know that though, so they're thinking you're not a Marine. What do you know? What do you mean, breathe it in, John? Right, right, right. It, yeah. it, that's okay. You know, though, I've uh, fortunately I've now found the book that's helping me, um, and uh, uh, Sacred Hoops by Phil Jackson. That he, you won't believe it, Lori, but I, it's it's all of everything that we know, and he's he's uh, brought it into the basketball. He, you know, he's a championship for the Chicago Bulls. He led them to the championship, and he is known as the Zen the Zen coach. <laughs> So it's very exciting. I, I think I'm going to be able to um, break through some barriers with this. Uh, That's with so program. great. Yeah, we're really excited. That is so great. Wow. Yep. I, you know, I always liked Phil Jackson. I was attracted more to Pat Riley, but I always liked Phil Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> you might change your mind after you read his book. I am just, like, in love with him. He's just Wow. He's just wow, I'm going to get this book, Lisa. I'm you getting will. this book, Sacred Hoops. Love it. You will love it, yes. <laughs> wow. So now yes. let's go to your other son, Peaceful, who yes. often, Peaceful. you know, sometimes people are given names and then they have to live into them. Right. And Peaceful is one of those people who's been trying to live into pe being peaceful. <laughs> he's he's actually done really well with the name. He um He's he's adored and respected by uh, all his peers, and um, he's a wonderful basketball player also. But he's he's uh, he's um, a bit of a rebel, and um, and he rebels and opposes much of what I do. So I can't say that I'm getting in through his friends. Definitely, little okay. by little, there's little moments with peace. Um, uh, including when he had a toothache, he ran into my room at four o'clock in the morning, and you know I I put um, oil of clove on his tooth and gave him a little Advil, and then held his cheeks and ran energy into him. He passed out till noon the next day, and all his pain was gone. He still doesn't admit that that you know of course it's the Advil, of course it's everything else. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's okay. He'll. You know, one day, I, and I always tell him, one day, you will. You, you don't have to get it through me, but one day, you know, you'll awaken to um, what's been helping you. What's Right. You know, I mean, they were both born at home in this house and uh, without painkillers. <laughs> and, and um, 
you know, so they were brought into the world in a in a very special way, and and with that that trust and 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 knowing inside me, I really knew that it was going to be okay. Those births, and I was very present, and um, and I did breathe a lot. Uh, right. So they were actually born. I, you know, I had another guest once who talked about this as well. They were actually born in a very tantric way. They were born into water. Mm-hmm. Born underwater. John was born underwater. Peace wanted to be born in the air. I don't know. He didn't want to come out in the water. <laughs> okay. And you did a lot of breathing and natural oh, yeah. things. Yes. So oh, even I, well, then you were tantric. Uh, we did. We actually did a wonderful uh, tantric, uh, you know, movement. They call it the birthing dance, where you just hang on and you you hang on to your partner and you rotate your hips, you know, like you're washing a washing the inside of a barrel around and around. I did a lot of exercises to open up open up my body for um, the birth. It was and, and breath. So um, I have to say wasn't titled Tantra at that moment, but definitely it was Tantric S and um and uh and really made it very sacred and very very powerful. I actually felt with my son peaceful, especially the sixteen hours of back labor and coming out of it, I felt that paradox of feeling the most powerful in my life and also the most vulnerable and and just humble, humble and powerful. It was an amazing feeling to feel those in the same moment. Yeah. Um, so the feeling level, you know, the feeling, 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 that's what it was all about, just feeling, feeling every subtlety. Um, and I, I believe that's, that's what we do with the breath and the movement and, and just really listening to our bodies, you know. Um, so that's what I, I, I feel like needs to happen with these teens, sacred sex, sacred sex. If we could, I mean, they're getting so so many images with this rap culture. And um, oh, well, Lisa, hold on a second. We're going to actually take a break now, and okay. I want to go. I definitely want to go into this part. Okay. In our next segment, like the whole sexuality and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the the whole sexuality and. Um, and also how you deal with your feelings when they're in their moods or what have you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. All right. We'll be right back. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. I'm Laurie Handlers, your host. My guest today is Lisa Horowitz, Lisa Smith Horowitz from uh, Fire Island, New York, and she's talking about Tantra with teenagers. We'll be right back. Please stay tuned. If you're listening to Tantra Cafe, congratulations. You've reached a higher plane of consciousness in caring for yourself and caring for your significant other. Tantra can help with physical and emotional bonding to nurture your relationship. And there's another level of care that you should be considering as well. It's your family's financial well-being. I rely on DeLone Financial Services to guide me on this journey. And Jeff DeLone is my friend. He and I have worked together for years. He even helps care for my father's finances. For information about your family's financial planning, contact Jeff DeLone at 610-356-1253. That's 610-356-1253. Or you can email Jeff at jdelone at delonefinancialgroup.com. 
Securities and investment advisory services are offered through FSC Securities Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Jeff DeLone is a registered representative with FSC Securities Corporation. DeLone Financial Group is not. Well, welcome back to Contra Cafe. This is Laurie Handler, your host. I'm here today with Lisa Smith-Harwitz, who also is known as Lisa Ah Waters, and we did the Ah Breath in the first segment a little bit earlier uh, of the show, and it's just an amazingly relaxing and empowering breath, focusing on water, waves as it flows in and out. And Lisa uses this breath in her massage practice. She uses it with her sons. She uses it with her son's friends. So today we're talking about raising teenagers and and their plight, especially with their sexuality and and all that accompanies that. So, Lisa, when we broke, we were just getting into that. You were just starting to go there with what about their sexuality? These are, I mean... You talked about rap songs, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the basketball culture and even, you know, just in in the whole teenage culture right now, rap is is rapidly (laughs) um, (sighs) infecting um, their their psyche. Uh, Sexually, I mean, the, the rap videos are very violent and very crude and, and very, um, lewd, you know, just, just not like my, I, I just know that these guys, these kids are thinking that this is what it is. The girls behave like what they see in the videos. They, they, they don't, you know, honor themselves. And I've, I've said things. I've, you know, when they've played rap that was denigrating to women in my house, I've turned it off and I said, ladies, in front of the ladies and the gentlemen, ladies, they're like, really, it doesn't matter. I said, no, it matters because these guys, it's in their head that this is okay, that you think this is okay. And it's not. You know, um, so I, I think it's even more crucial at this time that sacred sexuality be taught in sex education classes in school. It's, it's, it's just so needed. It's, it's imperative. It's, it's, I, I feel so strongly about it. I am, I'm going to a PTA meeting. That's how strongly I feel about it. Really? On Tuesday. Yeah, I try to stay away from, I've tried to stay away from, um, overcommitting myself because I'm overcommitted as it is. But, um, I feel like I need to go hear what's what they're actually focused in on, and then um, at the next meeting bring my uh, my stuff to the table. I I'm I'm really uh, I'm really concerned with these kids. I, 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 I think you know, it's wonderful. My, I, I really do think it's wonderful. There's you. There's the only way to make a difference in this in this whole area is to make a difference. I mean, when I had when I had my guest you, you may have heard it earlier in the show, when my guest Heather Simonson was on uh, a few weeks back, she talked about how she she can only talk about just saying no in sexuality when she's educating teenagers about sex, how to prevent themselves from getting serious diseases that that are unable to get rid of and she isn't allowed to talk to them about condoms and she's mm-hmm. not allowed to give them out we, we talked about that uh, that the, because the schools won't receive money 
if they do anything other than abstinence. Mm -hmm. So you're, I think it's very important that you go and that people hear from you about how to deal with teenagers and how to be, why are the teenagers always in your house? Mm -hmm. It's not because you're the most liberal parent in the world. I'm, I'm, I'm really not, actually. No, it's, they're not doing anything behind your back. I mean, they're not doing things that other friends of mine's teenagers are getting into. Your teenagers are not. They're actually pursuing school and sports. Yes, they are. They are. And, and they write songs together and they perform in the house and they, you know, it's like the, the round couch thing where they all sit down and have discussions and music's on and, you know, it's, um, no, it's a good time, and it's a forum for them to, like, you know, they, they do. They converse about their issues with me, and, you know, when there are certain kids around that they feel safe, that they can do that, or, you know, it's it's really, um, I'm glad that I can provide that safe space, but I'd like, I'd like it to be a very big safe space. I'd like to see a consciousness social center for teens and, and mid-school where um, this stuff is taught, Tantra, uh Self-esteem, you know, all these, all these, the sacred, sacred sex. I, I, I would yoga, meditation, mindfulness. Um, I, I think it's, it's. If we had more kids meditating in the morning, and uh, in place of the Pledge of Allegiance, um, I think that there would be more kids able to concentrate and sit in their seats and actually take in some of what the teacher's saying. I think if we had them breathing and stretching for five minutes as each class starts. They'd be able to sit down. It's it's you know stretching. Yeah, they could even do they could even do chaotic meditation, the Osho yeah. stuff. If they yeah. could dance full out and then scream full out before school started. Yes, and midday and and whenever you know just but if they could implement that in each class so that the kids can settle down and actually take in what's going on. They're they're just so jumbled up with so much energy. And they don't know where to put it, and and it's like they're held down, they're held up. No wonder they act out. It's yeah, yeah. This whole, this really, if we're going to get down, this whole school system needs to be changed. But that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole deal. If we can right. if, if we can get a little a little in at a time, you know, whether it's a I know that Bayshore High School has two weekends where they you know the kids come and spend the night, whoever wants to, and they do you know sit downs where the kids talk and lots of kids cry and. It's a big time, but not the whole school attends, and 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 they have nothing to go to after a weekend like that to you know to kind of integrate and you know um, keep up on it. Whether there was a tantra class every week where they did emotional release, there's nothing going on like that. Right. Um, now let me let me go. Let's go to the question. Have you talked? Do you talk with any of these kids about explicit sexuality? Like, how far do you go in talking mm. about this? I know your sons, are, you know, when they're your own kids, they might be shy, but even so, it's really important that parents talk to their children this way about mm -hmm. things. How, yeah. how far have you gone? Uh, <sighs> um, I really, for me, for me yeah. to them, it's really about holding, holding and, and being lo a loving human being. Being a loving, compassionate human being, it's about honoring themselves and that person they're in relationship with, taking care of business, uh, emotionally talking to them, staying open, not being a user, being a giver. Um, 
you know, just basic basic values. That's how far I've gone with them. Uh, okay. There's a there's a you know I guess there's a a, a shyness about talking to mom. I definitely have them. You know, if I'm going to do it, don't worry. I'm talking to you about it before, and you know. But they they know I'm here for them, and uh, I mean, if they say they're going to have sex, they're going to talk to you about it before. You think they would? That's what I've been told. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I I think um, yeah. I actually I actually believe at least one of my sons would. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, and. The other kids, you know, they they talk about everything. It, I just make it safe for them to talk. I'm not, I'm, you know, I I think it's about being present and and listening, and and you really listen if you're present. It's well, about- that's to- that's totally tantric. I mean, being present. That's if tantra had a goal, which it really doesn't. But if it had a goal, it would be to be present in every moment, moment yeah. by moment by moment. And when you're not present, get clear. Yes. Clear yourself so you can be present again. Right. So it's those tools, whether it's the breath work. I was teaching one of the kids the breath work the other day. You know, he's a little embarrassed because it was in a group, but um, he did it with me. (laughs) Uh, So teaching them presence, that's, you know, that's, can I get them into a class? I'd love to see us do a class for the teenagers, for the high school, Lori. I would love that. Nothing more that I would love. Um, and we'll see what we can do in these well, next couple of weeks, next couple of months. You know, I've, uh, I see it has to be what Heather communicated to me when she was on the show was it has to be the parents mm-hmm. moving together. It can't be the school, what the school does or what the school calls in. It mm-hmm. has to be the parents. And it could be private. I mean, it doesn't have, you know, if right. parents get together and privately have their have their children learn about sex, and they get relieved that somebody else is teaching about it, then they don't have to have the talk. Right. Uh, and then they know their kids are safe, and the mm-hmm. kids know that they're safe and that their parents cared about them being safe. I mean, it's a whole, it has a snowball effect. You know, I just did, uh, my. I have worked with kids for years. I started teaching when I was a teacher. I used to teach in fifth and sixth grade. Mm-hmm. But, uh, since I've been a Tantra teacher, I haven't had a chance to work with too many kids. And uh, recently I did my first teenage sexuality class with um, six, six or eight teenagers, eight, ranging from 12 to 17. And it was an amazing class. It was a totally amazing. First of all, we had a lot of fun. When they first came in, I said to them, I want you to write down on a card what it is that you want to learn about. What's your one thing you really want to know or what's one of your concerns? And they all didn't write anything down. (laughs) They were too embarrassed, you know, to write it down. So I was smart in that I had two 20-somethings be with me in the class to kind of bridge my age and their age. Yes. And so I had the 20-something helpers write things down on cards. Right. And then I made it into a quiz show. I pitted the girls against the boys. So there was three or four girls and three or four boys, and I said, okay, 
when a when a girl reaches puberty, what happens to her body? And the, I said, okay, boys against the girls, whoever answers first. And the boys actually won that round. <laughs> <laughs> Because boys study girls' bodies, you know, more than anything. So they, you know, they said she gets hair and she gets breasts and she gets, she starts to have her menstrual cycle. And then one of the boys, one of the youngest boy went, I think she gets hips. <laughs> oh. But it was it was great. I asked all kinds of questions like that, and I kept putting them against each other to see if the girls knew more or the boys knew more. And we had so much fun laughing and learning about things. You know, I asked them the question, what is orgasm? Right. You know, they, had to, they had to say if they knew that or not. Mm-hmm. I asked them, what is masturbation? What is everything? And mm-hmm. then and each group would come back and tell me what they thought it was. And then I'd have an opportunity to openly discuss it after they had laughed and gotten over their shyness. We got through everything. Mm. Then I was able to talk to them about how their, how, you know, their choice should be if and when they decide to experiment with sexuality. Like, what would they make their choice based on? How would they know whether this was an appropriate person? How would they know whether this is somebody they'd want to be that intimate with? So we had all that stuff. Plus, we did boundaries. We did yoga boxing, and we did boundaries. And it was great because I asked them if anybody had ever inappropriately approached them or touched them. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them said yes. And I asked if it had been adults or if it had been teenagers. And the both of them who said yes said that it had been teenagers just a little bit older than them. Mm. You know, and I said, well, it could have been adults, and it could be adults you know and love. You need to have no solidly in your body, the word no and the feeling no, solidly in your body so that you're not somebody that they would pick on. Right. Beautiful. So we really got down to it in that class, and, um, and they said, they reported afterwards to all the adults that they really got no solidly in their body. They got over being nice. Mm. which, you know, sometimes people become victims because they're afraid to call attention. They're being too nice. Right, right, right. So they got the whole education on, you know, what sex is and and everything. And at the same time, they got no in their body Mm -hmm. to be able to have a boundary when they need it. That's so great. That's so beautiful. I I would love to see this, um, do this class, offer it through the... Through the PTO, it is a parents a parents organization. So why not? Like, yeah. to offer this. We need to talk about this after the show. I, yeah. I, I love it. it. Great. It would be really, really great. Well, we're going to take a break here again for a moment. So, if you've just tuned in, this is Laurie Handlers. I'm your host on Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. My guest today is Lisa Smith Horowitz, who is a very passionate parent advocate. For teenagers and their bodies, learning about their bodies, learning about their sexuality, and using their energy and their breath and their movement in coordination to help them in their classes, in their sports, in every aspect of their lives. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
Many times on Tantra Cafe, you've heard my guests and me discuss emotional release techniques. Now you can do emotional release work in the privacy of your own home. In my CD, Shamanic Release and Lati Han, I create a very safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work I am known for in my Tantra classes. I set you up with proper positioning and breathing and then guide you through each emotional state to the beat of tribal African rhythms. Try this CD as an easy way to do your personal clearing work on a regular basis and watch your relationships walk free from emotional baggage. You can order my CD at ButterflyWorkshops.com for only $20. I feel you're worth it, aren't you? Go to www.ButterflyWorkshops.com and get your copy now. Walk free from emotional baggage. Okay, we're back for our final segment today on Tantra Cafe. I'm talking with Lisa Smith Arowitz, who is also known as Lisa Ah Waters. She works with people's water energy in the body and has them breathe, and she breathes while she's creating her massage artistry. And she's passionate about teenagers, their moods, their success, their motivation, and She's going to be taking it to the parent organizations of, her, of the local schools. So, Lisa, we're back. And, uh, I, listen, I'd love to talk to you about how to get into those schools. Certainly, I, there are people I have there in New York who can do things. Heather is there. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to come. And, but even if you could just get parents together and have them have a private class for their kids, yeah, I think it would be, it's the start. It's the start of, of, of what we really need to have in the school, but let's start, we gotta start somewhere. Absolutely. Um, I, even having the parents do a class, the parents do a connecting into their body class, wouldn't that be amazing? Because I, I really think if it's not emulated at home, it, it doesn't, it doesn't get an opportunity to, um, I think it's an amazing thing when, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. Be the change you want to see in your kids. Be the person, you know, be, have those values that um, you want your kid to have. So, you know, eventually they get it. It seeps in if, if you do it. So I, I, think it, I think it also really needs to start with the parents. I don't, think, I don't think so many parents out there are so conscious, to tell you the truth. No, but I not. do, but I do think that they love their kids, and if there was a glimmer of hope that they could connect in and be able to impart, you know, any kind of wisdom, get some wisdom, because it's very, it's very hard to reach the teenagers. It's, it's not an easy, it's not a, you've really, you've got to have humor, you've got to, you've really got to be an open spirit to, um, to connect into them, you know. But they're looking for that. They're looking for it. It's just not often we see it in adults. So perhaps it's a, a class for for the parents too. You know that uh, needs to be um, a tantra class for the parents would be yeah, amazing. Yeah. Sacred sexuality, bringing your relationship to the next level. You know. Well, I know that the parents. Uh, I worked with the parents after I worked with the teens. And how's that go? It went really well. Um, I made them laugh a lot, and I, I know they were relieved. They were mm-hmm. just relieved that somebody who knows a little something about something worked with their kids so that they didn't 
misinformed them and it took away the embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Most of the teens went home and talked with their parents about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, one or two didn't. Mm-hmm. They just, they were still, even though they promised me, they would mm-hmm. talk to their parents about it. They didn't. But I made the, you know, I gave the parents suggestions on how to open up the topics without being too invasive or crying too much. How to just open up the topics and be freer in themselves, in their own bodies, so that the, so that the teens could see that their parents were really in favor, for and in favor of them, for and in favor of their success. Mm. I mean, how successful were we as teenagers? It was a rough time. <laughs> oh. oh, yes, it was. And I didn't have the no in my body. I wish someone had taught me the no, you know? I didn't have it in my body either. Oh, well. Oops. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> a lot of classes later, a lot of years later. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I did. I remember t- uh, teaching one of my students who had a teenage boy now and teenage girl. I, we pulled into her driveway one day, and I saw her boy jumping on a trampoline with two girls. And he was 14 at the time, and he or 13 at the time, and he had the biggest grin on his face. Mm-hmm. And when they got off the trampoline, these girls were taller than him. At that, at that's the time when girls are, like, taller than boys, pretty mm-hmm. much. They got off, and these girls were already developed. You know, at 13 and 14, and he wasn't. But I saw this grin on his face, and I said to her, you better talk to him about sex right away. <laughs> and she said to me, oh, no, not that. <laughs> I, said, I said, you need to talk to him right away. I saw the look on his face. He's going to have sex really soon. Right, right. And so she said, you know, what should I do? I said, well, you at least have to put a prophylactic onto a banana and teach him how to... <laughs> Teach him how to appropriately put on a rubber. So in this class, I'm I'm telling you this because in this class that I did with the teens, I went to an adult store and I bought all these different kinds of prophylactics, all different colors and shapes, you know, different sizes, and some were flavored. And they had to pick a prophylactic out of a a basket. And, you know, whichever one they got, they got. So someone got one that was chocolate, and somebody got one that was strawberry, and somebody got a magnum, a larger size, and someone, one of them got one that was day glow. And so they all, I gave them bananas. They were sitting there, and I said, okay, everyone take a banana. Open up your package. I'm going to demonstrate the right way to put on a rubber. And so they all put the prophylactics on their bananas. That's so great. The one that had the one that was uh, day glow. So his friend sitting next to him said, "Wow, this one glows in the dark." So he held it over a lamp in my in my teaching room, and then we all went into this dark closet, and there was the banana glowing in the dark. <laughs> and one of them said. Wow, look at this, it's going in the dark. If I had this on my penis, I would always know where it was. <laughs> it was just, it was hysterical. But, I mean, having that much fun mm. and learning about probably the most important topic in your life mm-hmm. is so yeah. 
It's it's so it's necessary. It's necessary. Amen. It is necessary, and it's it's time. It's it's the age has come. It really has. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome to have your books as the um, sex education books in in the schools? <laughs> to hold. That would make me very rich. Sex and happiness in the schools. Wow. That could be a whole other book. Yeah. Sex and happiness for teens. Wow. That could yeah. be a whole other book, thankfully, so that's great. Anytime. <laughs> what I want to know is for you, one thing I didn't ask you earlier in this mm -hmm. last few moments, when you're having a mood, because they're in a mood, mm. Do you, what do you do? Do you use your tantric techniques? What do you do when they're in the moods? Because teenagers are always in moods. I sometimes behave badly. I have to be quite honest. <laughs> I, um, um, but, but when I remember, you know, the work that I do and I breathe and I, and what comes out of my mouth when I've taken a breath as opposed to what comes out of my mouth if I don't breathe? Yes. Are completely polar opposites, and I, I just really, um, really, really love when I breathe because it's, it's from my heart, and it's it's even if I was angry, it's more from truth than from anger, and um, and there's and there's a receptivity to what you know to what I'm saying. Excellent. <laughs> There's no receptivity if I have just behaved very badly along with them. So well, that's the point. You've just made the point, you know, that I was getting at, that once you have Tantra and this breath and this feeling of moving energy in your body, you can transcend and transform anything. You really can. You and really you've, can. Just, you've just demonstrated it. So how can people get in touch with you if they want to feel one of these wonderful massages? Because mm. we need to end now. So... Okay. What's the best way for people to get you? You can um, email me at healingwaterslisa at gmail.com, or you can call me, um, mobile phone 631-796-3259. Will you repeat that one again? Yes, 631-796-3259. You can even text me there. Great. So wow. that's... HealingWatersLisa at gmail.com. Yes. Thank you so much for being my guest, Lisa. I Thanks for having you. me, Laurie. I appreciate you and honor you so much. Everybody, you can reach me at Laurie at ButterflyWorkshops.com. You've been listening to Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. And please tune in next time when my guest will be an expert on every moment being a miracle in life. A very advanced tantric and somebody who's studied with many masters. Thank you so much and namaste from Tantra Cafe.